Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic, what makes the best leaders so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. Hey there, Tomorrow's Leaders. So I got a great guest on today, Suzanne Conrad out of Utah, and she is the recent, the author of the recently released book, Get There Now, available in bookstores. She is the founder of Lightyear Leadership and the past director of Possibility for Lululemon. I don't know how to say that. Is that Lululemon? It's Lululemon. It's not Lululemon. The heck. Anyways, uh, great guest, offered lots of great insight on leadership, everything from how to develop other leaders, how to take that step yourself out of your comfort zone, and how to surround yourself with people that are going to help you do both and all things leadership. So I think you're going to get a lot out of this. And here she is. Here's Suzanne. All right. Welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I'm John LaRita, your host with a great guest today. I'm very excited to have Suzanne Conrad, who is the founder of Lightyear Leadership, the author of the uh, just released book, Get There Now, and uh, a past director of Possibility of Lululemon. So great to have you, Suzanne. Welcome to the show. Uh, thanks, John. It's great to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, there's a lot I want to talk to you about because I know you have so much a wealth of wisdom around leadership. My favorite topic, of course. We got a great audience of people that love to learn about mm. leadership and your perspective. Um, let me just start off with a question. What what does a, in your mind, what is great leadership or what is that unique you know, top type of leader possess? What are maybe the one or two traits that you look at the most or see the most? Well, one of the things that stands out for me and what had me be attracted to the title of your podcast is to me, a leader, you know, whether it's a mom in a family or a CEO in a company or somebody leading a country is the person that causes a future to happen that wasn't going to happen otherwise. So everybody can keep steering the boat, the direction it's going. And I would call that like the default future or default leadership. But an actual leader says, hey, there's a whole other path we can take. And they create the experience and the vision that allow other people to step into that with them. That's that's what I look at. I like yeah. that. What does that look like? Because I know that you know there's a lot of leaders that struggle with with casting that vision that's motivating and pulls people into it and gets people to follow behind that vision. I mean, what what are the key ingredients of that uh, for those leaders that are at that point of trying to get people behind them? Well, one of the things that I've learned, you know, through my own life, being the mother of four kids and running my own company for 30 years, and then, you know, the time that I got to serve at Lululemon is that a vision isn't only visual. A visual is also kinesthetic. It's like, how do you want to feel 10 years from now? What is your body like? What's your strength? What's the whole realm and range of possibility, not only of your joints, but of your the agility of your brain and the expansion of your spirit? And so I find that if we make this more multidimensional vision, it helps people engage that might not necessarily think of it as like a vision just from the eyes. 
Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So really helping them understand what it feels like, not just, you know, what the picture looks like, but really what it feels like to get to that point in time. I think a lot of leaders miss that. You know, they they kind of write out what a vision statement is and feel like if they repeat it over and over again, that's going to get people behind it. But you got to get people really understanding what it means to them when you get to that vision. Yeah, what it means to them. And like in the body of work that we call right here, uh, which is a, a, a coaching and leadership program that gets implemented into companies and, and some countries even. It's about how we feel emotionally, but also our sensation in our body. And one of the things that's super fun, speaking of tomorrow's leaders, is um, at some point soon, I'm going to get to be talking with Peter Diamantis, the, uh, the founder of the X Prize and all that really cool work that he's done about abundance and his book bold but one of the things peter's helping people with is longevity and so if people want to live a long time like both you and i shared that our our parents um, are in their 80s and they're vital and they're great the more we can have this picture of being a vital leader our whole life and having our longevity and life force i feel like that also engages people in vision because they see oh I can live like that, you know? Yeah, I like that. You talk in your book, you mentioned uh, being in choice. What does that mean, to be in choice? Mm. Well, so I had the privilege of having an incredible woman as my teacher, uh, Dorothy Wood Espio. So, she, you know, there's not a lot about her on the internet, so you're not going to find a lot there. But anyway, Dorothy was the person who really taught me. Because before I met Dorothy, I thought, well, choices between, you know, yellow flowers or red flowers or orange flowers versus seeing that when a person is born, they have this infinite array of possibility and choice. And as we go through experiences, where we maybe have a wound or a trauma or difficulty, we say, well, I'm no good at baseball. I'm not going to play baseball. Uh, okay, I'm not good at math, so I'm not going to do math. So then the person ends up with the choices that are left from the things that they've said no to. So in Get There Now, I, I believe that being in choice is having that full range back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instead of the life that we get left when we cut off certain things and say, well, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not that. Mm-hmm. And I see that, I see that with leaders that I coach, John. I see, you know, grown up 50 year old men who are great at this one area that is what's left of them versus recognizing that they could be in choice and have this whole universe restored to them. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So there, what I'm understanding and taking from that is you're, there's a lot of people that may be either passionate about something or great or have a unique ability with something that they may never discover if they don't give themselves the option to look outside of what they've just been used to doing, if I'm understanding what you're saying. Yes. Right? Okay. You've got it exactly right. And like, what a loss would that be? Because, you know, you know, you've gotten to live this great life. We statistically will have, I don't know, six to 10 distinct careers in our lifetime. And as we live longer, we'll keep reinventing ourselves and building new skills. Yet if a person starts to over-identify with, I am a this, because somebody told me in second grade, or I scored this test in college, they're not continuing to have that lifelong learning aspect that a really vital leader yeah. has. 
So let me ask you a tough question because I think a lot of people, this is a great point, a lot of people get stuck and you've seen it, I've seen it, where they're doing the same thing for 30, 40 years, their whole career, and they look back and they say, wow, there, there should have been, there could have been so many other things that I I did. If you're taught, if the per, if someone's listening to you that's in that situation, what's that first step? I mean, how do they kind of push themselves out of their comfort zone and and stray away from some of the things they've just gotten so used to doing to be able to experience some of the other things that they have? Hmm. Okay, let me go. Let me go uh, see an actual client and tell you that story. So. I worked with this gentleman that was nearing retirement, but he wanted to reinvent himself. And he was coming off of a very successful career uh, as a legacy wealth advisor. And he wanted to monetize art. So his first step, his first step was to give himself the permission and space to actually have a new identity. So he had had so much success economically and also, you know, socially. Oh, you're such a good guy. You've done so much that stepping out of that felt like a risk to him. So he first uh, he first used a light year principle that I learned from Dorothy called I am and you are. Uh, it's to give space between anything. I am Suzanne and you are John. It could even be I am Suzanne and you are Suzanne's results. Right. Because if I want to look at my results, I need some space. Right. Instead mm -hmm. of like this, you know, right. I to get over. So so this gentleman's first step was to be able to give himself some space so that a new sense of who he could be was possible because his other colleagues were just ready to retire and not really create anything or make new choices. They and and I'll tell you what, in this individual's situation. He went on to create new art, build a studio. He went on to um, then, so this is the second step. He then was able to reach back into his past and use it in his future, yet in a new way. So there, the author, Gene Houston, uh, talks about how you can take, like, if you're really good at making pasta, you can take that and then transfer it to another arena where you don't feel as strong. So he began to take that background and bring it to his art career in a new way. So mm -hmm. it isn't as if we have to cut off our past to restore choice. We do need space though from mm -hmm. it. So that's the first step. I love that. I love space. that. A lot of, a lot of, I know what you talk about and what I talk about is being intentional in your life with a lot of different aspects mm -hmm. of it. One of which which I know people also struggle with sometimes is their circle of influence or their community, the people they surround yeah. themselves and, and, and choose to surround themselves with. What is your perspective on that? And what's important when somebody's thinking about trying to become as happy as possible or fulfilled or advance their business or career, what's important for them to think about about that circle? Hmm. That's a great question. It's going to be a little bit different for each person. And my more generalized experience is that the people we surround ourselves with generate a conversation. And what we talk about begins to create our future. So I found it to be very important to intentionally create a culture and community of people 
that are uplifting and that are there to generate a positive future for themselves and their children and their world. It sometimes means you have to fire your grumpy friends. <laughs> but I actually, I actually created Lightyear at first for my friends. Because I just, I said, look, if you keep griping about that, I'm not going to be able to hang out with you. Wow. So tell us more about <laughs> Lightyear. What, what is it? What's the mission and what do you do? Okay. So are you familiar with uh, LinkedIn? Yep. Okay. So LinkedIn is uh, a learning connecting platform that describes who you've been so that you can meet other people based on interests that you have currently and also based on your past. Lightyear.co is a platform that uh, we've created, our team has created, that's like LinkedIn, except it's for who you're becoming. So you create a future vision and a set of goals, just the way that you know I taught and worked all through Lululemon <laughs> and all that decade. So that if you were on Lightyear, you could see uh, what my goals are. I could see what yours are, where you want to be heading. I could support you in it. So it's specifically designed to do exactly what you asked, which is to create a community where people can support each other in their becoming wow. instead of who they've been. That's okay. a great concept. I love that. And is there, so what does that community look like if I'm part of Lightyear? Am I interacting with as many people as I want? Is it a small group type of setting? Yeah, uh, you can choose. So people, uh, when you go to lightyear.co, you'll see that we offer a number of different courses. And mm -hmm. of course, there's always the thing that you can do as an introduction that's for free and where you can experience membership. Although you do enter your credit card because we want a certain, we want people to be at stake. Like this, it's not really a looky-loo place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, okay. so they start with a course called Power My Future where uh, it's self-led. And then I offer something called light hours. So every week um, I'm live with a large group of people on Zoom that come in and we record that hour session and we deal with a topic each week and then that gets sent out. And then you can search for people in your area with other goals. You can reach out to um, uh, our champions, we have volunteers that help connect people mm -hmm. uh, that might have similar interests. So that's what it looks like. And we've been doing it now for since October of 2018. Um, we are the world's first and best social learning future facing platform. Excellent. So <laughs> I know a lot of leaders are looking, they've, ex they've maybe gotten to a point in their career where they have done well, they've started to build a business or they're in a leadership position and they're now faced with the challenge of leading other leaders and mm -hmm. developing other people, which sometimes is a real big challenge for people. What advice would you give to somebody who's trying to learn how to develop those skills in particular? Mm. Okay. So the development of other people to me is a fundamental right of being an employee. So every place that I consult, and of course, Lululemon, the margin of the product, we built in the cost of developing people. So Lightyear work was all was provided to all of those thousands of people as part of them being there. So the advice I would give to someone beginning that path is to do some reflection, similar to maybe even what I did on my 
in my own book. I look to see like, who did I learn from? Uh, who do I need to forgive? What is the basis of my own developmental path? And then recognize just what Suzanne went through is completely different from what you went through, John. So what are gonna be some of the fundamental streams that you, uh, oh gosh, there's an eagle just flying over the cliff out my window, that is so cool. Oh, what wow. are some of the fundamental streams you wanna have be there? So one of them might be uh, integrity. So if you want to develop people in integrity, then it's about really teaching about wholeness and letting people know the cost of when they're late or when they don't tell the truth or when they uh, hide things from themselves or pretend versus punishing them. So to develop people, here's the bad news and the good news. You got to love them. And, and I call that swallowing somebody whole, like their faults, their problems. Because if they're going to develop they need to know that you've got them. And that can mean firing people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you can love people and fire them at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, so cause the biggest pitfall once a, a person early in their development journey will be like, Oh God, I've developed them. And they're still, it's still not working out. Like I must be a bad developer of people. Maybe I need to keep trying. Mm -hmm. And then it stays in this relationship for too long. And they just needed to fire the person. Yeah, Absolutely. that makes sense. Yeah. And that's uh, ultimately sometimes setting somebody on the right path by uh, letting them know they're on the wrong path. So exactly. it makes sense. So your book, Get There Now, just came out, uh, hit shelves on uh, September 7th, a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations. It's a big accomplishment. What are readers going to get from reading your book? I think readers are going to laugh a little bit. They're going to cry. Uh, what they're going to get is the get there now process. So that is a distillation where you can ask yourself a series of questions. The first one is, what do you want to change? What do you want to be different? And then once that is changed and is different, so you leap to that future, what are you doing then that you're not doing now? And once you're doing that, and once that is changed and is different, what door are you closing then that you're not able to close now? So for some people, that's fear or doubt or concern about failure or proving it to their Aunt Susie or whatever. And then once you're closing that door, what are you accomplishing? And what are the new decisions and choices that it, it's time for you to make? Mm -hmm. And so what it does is it accelerate. What people will get is a way to accelerate their own authentic choices and decisions. Mm. Being a, a, a woman business leader, so I don't want to make it about gender, but I am a woman. One of the things women get um, dinged for sometimes is not making decisions quickly enough. And if they make them too fast, you know, people say, well, you're too aggressive or bitchy. I'd say most people, leaders, they don't regret the decisions they made. They regret the decisions they didn't make. Mm -hmm. So get there now helps you get there now. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that. And that's, uh, in reality, everybody, I think, has been plagued with that at some point. You get a little paralysis sometimes when you overanalyze or you overthink or you're thinking about the worst case scenario. In reality, it sounds like your book helps people take that step and do something, try something, get out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, terrific. Well, we will put in the show notes, I know some information, but where can people get a hold of you for those who might be listening and not looking to the show notes, whether it's learn about you, uh, learn more about Lightyear Leadership or your book, where can they go? 
Yeah. So all of our courses and programs and our coach training programs are on lightyear.co. Lightyear, just like Buzz Lightyear. And then there's some stuff about me on suzanneconrad.com. You can buy the book at your local bookstore. It's available uh, in all of the Hudson bookstores this the rest of 2021 in all of the airports. And I would, you know, love to have anyone from John's show just direct message me on Lightyear when you join and let me know that you found us and I'd be happy to talk with you. So thanks so much, John, Great. for asking. Well, I will be in an airport tomorrow and I will check it out. I will, uh, it'll be my uh, my flight reading, in-flight reading. So hopefully I'll get a- Oh, get good. A we'll take a picture, send it to me. I will, oh, that's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, okay. hopefully the Raleigh Airport Bookstore has it. So excellent. Well, it's been great to have you, Suzanne. I appreciate you joining the show and uh, sharing some of your wisdom. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back another time too. Okay. Well, thank you for being for tomorrow's leaders. I love them all. I've got four kids and that's who they are. Absolutely. That's our future is based all around our future tomorrow's leaders. So uh, excellent. Well, thanks again. And thank you all for joining today on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. As always, uh, like, subscribe, share, go down below, give a five-star review. Let us know what you thought. And I'm always interested in your future ideas, ideas for future topics, guests, and whatnot to help you become a better leader. Thanks for joining everybody. Take care. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader. For suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching, reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.